Safety Net Studio presents. I know a certain girl who's feeling very sad, yearning for a wedding day. It's just because she loves a man she feels so bad, now that he has gone away. Episode 2 of Season 4 of Wheeler After Dark. My name is Dave Wheeler. Uh, my beautiful, amazing, talented wife, Candace Ray, and the sad Jaguar, because we didn't do this on the first uh, episode of Season 4, is kind of maybe reintroduce ourselves for those that are new to the podcast. Did we but not do that? We didn't do that. No, we didn't even say our names or anything. Oh. Oh. Well, fuck everybody. Yeah, I don't hey. give a shit. Who cares? Yeah, I know you don't. If you don't know, my you name? don't know. I don't know. What's the, Hello, what? my name is Human. And I came here from the stars. Driving yeah. after a bigger audience here? Is that what we're, what we're doing here? <laughs> <laughs> Always. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, kinda. okay, okay. Two more downloads this week. That's the goal. Nice. What did we have last week? Yeah. Uh, quite a bit. It was um, not as high. Okay, so keep in mind, season one was uh, you and I for the most part. Season two was with Jaguar. And then season three, we went behind a paywall. So we were, we were throwing stones at um, the numbers that we had towards the end of season two. Oh, okay. That? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So right. obviously there's a thirst for it, and here we are for you. Oh, we're, we're, don't you know the three of us are a thirst trap? Yeah, we're. Isn't that like a thing the kids say now? Speaking of which, I'm I would like piss to get on into. Everyone. Is that how does that works? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd like to bring up that just to kind of start off the show. And um, Candice Ray, I know you and I talked about a little bit about this just to kind of as, as a precursor. But there is a Instagram. User, I don't, I don't want to call her an Instagram model because I don't think she, she, she doesn't fall under that umbrella. That's right. But her name is Olivia Dunny, and she's a student athlete at Louisiana State University, and she's a gymnast. And she's turned her Instagram into a 3 million uh, followed profile. And Jesus. she's she Yeah, it's really good. And she, she's actually making just shy of, with all of her sponsorship and, and endorsements and whatnot, just shy of a of million dollars a year. Now, things are coming into question right now as far as student athletes making money. And not only that, but whenever she goes for a meet, like say she goes to Kentucky State, the whole team goes on a meet, they have to hire extra security because she has so many fans when she's in that city, people want to show up and see her. Now, when she posts her, her pictures and videos on Instagram, she never uses the university logo. I, I went through it with a fine-tooth comb. Never uses the... Well, I mean, just, 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 just for the sake of argument. Was your dick in or out of your hand? <laughs> Listen, she is a beautiful... She is a very attractive 20-year-old young lady. Well, I don't think uh, you get to 3 million followers without it. Right. Oh, but she's I mean, ugly she, and fat. She has, been, she has been accused of selling... You know, she's putting sex before sport as far as, you know, trying to get her that followers. That should be a hashtag. Yeah, <laughs> sex before sport. <laughs> I know a lot of soccer teams have actually sex banned having sex. It is a sport if you do sport it right. Fucking. Sport fucking, yeah. You do it for sport. Uh, she, so she, she's under Absolute fire right goals. now, and, and people are saying that the NCAA should question this because she's making... Because technically, you're not allowed to make money as a student athlete. Okay, but football... From, from your sport. Football has proven that completely wrong they have come to kind of a fundamental agreement when it comes to jersey sales and whatnot so they, some of their student athletes are getting some money but as far as you don't get paid for what you do like, like you shouldn't get paid money like hey i'm going to a meet i deserve this amount of money because i place first like there's no prize but money she's not making she's money getting paid way. for who right. she is Exactly. Agreed. And that's the argument right now is that she's making money because she's a gymnast at this university and so people are calling into play the ethics of the NCAA and student athletes. Uh, again, Olivia Dunny, D-U-N-N-E-Y. And she's, I mean, she, she, she's not putting up photos that I would consider lewd in, in the Instagram model realm. Here's the thing. She can do whatever the hell she wants. We all have, for the last seven to ten years, talked about women's empowerment and women should do everything and women should be treated equally and women should be raw, raw, raw. Oh, I never said that. Well, (laughs) (laughs) joking, joking, fucking joking. And all of a sudden, a woman comes out here and she decides to 
Take photos that are in in some people's mind sexy, in some people's mind provocative, in some people's mind this way, and she's choosing to make money how she wants to, and that's not okay. So we want women to be empowered. We want women to do what they want to do, but only in this box. Only if you stay within this, you know, it's okay if you look just like this. So why isn't it okay for her to do what she's doing? I think it's bullshit. Okay, well, some would uh, bring it under the realm of moonlighting. So, for What's instance... What's that? What's that? Okay. I always go under the moon, and I always no, no. <laughs> dance naked under it. Like, I'm into it. Okay, so the idea would be, um, on a very basic level, say you are a manager at McDonald's. Okay. And well, that'd be fun. I'd a lot of cheeseburgers. I did that. I ate a lot of cheeseburgers. I worked at McDonald's, too, as a matter of fact. I didn't, but... Um, I got a story. So it if shows. you're a manager at McDonald's, in my off time, <laughs> I went and worked as an employee at Arby's. That would be moonlight. That's you're, not because, the same. No, no, because you're working for a okay, direct competitor. I get what you're saying, but for her, that's not the same. That is not putting regulations. Then, then, then if what you're saying, then you got to comb through all of Instagram and anybody who works as a manager or works for here or does this or does this can't have sexy photos if you define those as sexy photos can't have anything that shows anything you can't make money off the internet that's what you're saying or not you but specifically these people you can't make money off the internet because you have an actual job well maybe i want to make money off the internet so i don't have to live in the matrix i think that like i think if i feel differently about all this because if she if the ncaa and all of those college leagues and stuff hadn't and the NFL and all that collusion that whatever's going on in between there. And Dave, you'll know more about this than I do. But, like, they've kind of set precedent that, like, you can do this. And there's ways around this and this works. The other side of it for me is, like, if I was the college that she was... She's an athlete for this school. And that school should be thankful that she is an Bingo. athlete for them. And drawing all this attention and all this stuff to that school. Like, that's, a, that's helping, actually, what she's trying to accomplish. Agree yes. fully. And Dave, I know you're going to say yes, but the other states are upset because they have to bring in security. Then you be smarter. Take your marketing team that works for that university and say, hey, she's showing up. Let's make fun shirts about how, like, think it through so it benefits you too. It, having people come through the door for one person doesn't mean that they're not going to trickle out and support the businesses around. Sure. I, and I, I believe me when I tell you I'm with you guys on this. Like I'm on uh, Olivia Dunny's side on this. Mm -hmm. I really am. But or behind uh, for, or around or for the sake of playing devil's advocate, <laughs> that's the equivalent of what a lot of Instagram or, or social media influencers are going through right now is saying, give me this for free because it's good for you. This is good exposure for yeah, you. Yeah, I'm over it. I've come back to social media and I see a lot of it. And I work with a few businesses and I see that happening. Hey, I'll do this if you give me this for free because I have this. And it's so interesting how the power has been taken into play. It's of these weird. Instagram. But, but everyone, every business gets to decide how they want to do that. Like it's a free right. market. So like right. an influencer comes to me, says, give me a bunch of free weed and I'll do this for you. It's like, well, I get to decide. Is that right. worth it for yeah. me or is it not? Oh, you, and you got my price. resume? I didn't know you got that. I sent that in last week. There, there was actually Candace, one comment you, from... If you... When you... Poor, mm -hmm. You're going to be so stoned. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> you're going to be high as shit. I'll see you soon. I'll see you <laughs> when soon. When I see you it's again... It's been a long time. Holy Just, shit. It's been five, 15 months, the last time I've had any of that kind of a... Oh, man. Uh, that kind of buzz. Can, we, kind of buzz? Okay, can I ask for one thing? The first time. Can it be on the show? Oh, my, oh my God. God. Listen, in season two, when we got super baked on the show, know, holy she was, shit. She was crying. It was a whole thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll make that deal with you 100%. Yeah. I'll give something back. As long back. as I get like to have the, some of your sweet cannabis. Oh, yeah. Easy. I okay. will make sure of that. Some natural okay. earth cannabis. I'm into it. I am totally cool with transitioning into another topic here, but I, I kind of wanted to, to uh, bring this clip up in comparison to Olivia Dunny who I, I, I think is, hey, listen, it's no different than getting a part-time job when you're in college. I did that. I worked two part-time jobs when I was in college. You got to make money in order to afford your, your schooling. It doesn't matter if you make you know $12,000 a year working part-time or a million dollars that Olivia Dunny is making part-time. Well, and the oh. U.S. college system is designed to keep kids broke and right. teach totally. them essentially yeah. nothing. So no, like, the whole system is. And then, <laughs> then I don't even, I feel even less bad about that. Like, give so, me a break. You want to make exactly. something of yourself? Go for it. In totally. comparison, I want to play you this clip. And, 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 and I <laughs> wish, I wish that this was fake. I wish that this was a joke. Okay. I wish that this person was ha ha ha, uh, like trolling us, but she's not. Uh, so I'm going to play this audio for you. Have a listen to this okay. uh, uh, and tell me what you think, Jaguar. 
quickly. What I don't get is like Australia's like 16 hours ahead of us. So like, why didn't they warn us like when the queen died? Like, why didn't they tell us that the queen was gonna die? Because obviously they already knew. Because oh, like no, they're no. in the future. Oh, like no, they should have no. told us so we could prepare ourselves and know that like, she's gonna die, so we could not be upset about it. Oh, no. What the hell? <laughs> Basically, no, no. what I don't get is like Australia's like 16 hours ahead of us. So I don't know, but I wonder if she wants to have a new best friend. <laughs> like I'm in. Oh no. So in comparison, you've got. Fucking idiots, non-playable characters, NPCs walking around like that, that, and everyone goes... I wouldn't even call her an NPC. Like, that's an <laughs> insult to NPCs. That's, oh my god, what, what a, a sweetheart! What a stupid fucking idiot. <laughs> Holy what shit. What a sweetheart! She just doesn't just, get it! She thinks it's the future! She should get four more vaccines and die. Like, that would make me <laughs> and the world a better place. Like, just... When we talk about Finn and the herd, that's where we're starting. It's all about balance. It's <laughs> oh all about balance. Oh my gosh. Just it's die. so just Go it's so home cute and die. That it's she doesn't cute. know. I'm in it's, a time okay. zone before. You know what? I predict that she's going to die in eight <laughs> hours. <laughs> Do you know how many times when I was living in Australia, true story, people would be like, and I know they would say to me, send me the lotto ticket numbers because you're in the future. Like, it's. It, oh I, I can't tell you God. how many times people would say that to me. Oh my god. I, guess I hope it you was, don't talk don't to think... any of those people anymore. <laughs> no, because they're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> they've been thinned out. Yeah, they've been thinned they've out. Been, been, the herd has been thinned. It's <laughs> uh, ridiculous. Yeah. What I saw so just in comparison. Just in comparison, <laughs> I thought I would do that. I mean, it would be I mean, if that's the way it worked, the matrix worked, that would be great, actually. No, don't give this woman any credit. <laughs> that is insane. We don't hey, need to do that. Empowerment. No, I yeah. <laughs> If you you are a woman, you should be insulted by that. She's representing your group very poorly. Speaking of uh, speaking of women, I know that uh, you had put in our notes that you wanted to talk about Amanda, and I questioned asking you like the song from Boston or oh, the actual human. First of all, great song. Yeah. Secondly, I had no white. So I was out for wings with Tommy on what was it Tuesday? Was it Tuesday? <laughs> and oh. Amanda's brother walks in. Our producer Tommy is uh, sitting there <laughs> laughing. Oh, like turn, you might as well turn might, your mic on at this point, Tommy. You might as well turn your mic on at this point. point. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm standing I there. Wait. I get introduced to this gentleman, and Tommy introduces me as so and so's brother. That's that's so and so's brother, and I was like, oh. And then I hear him talking, and he uses this. He's like, oh, and Amanda this and Amanda that. I'm like, who the fuck is that? And then I pieced it together. I uh, clearly you guys already knew this. I'm I was out of the loop. I didn't know the nomad's name was Amanda. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like I've known her for what I don't know, two and a half years, three years. Somewhere. Yeah, she's no your old neighbor. But she doesn't. She also goes by Adelia. She Which is her middle she, name. She hates Amanda. She hates Amanda. Yeah, yeah. she does. Well, I she hate does Amanda. Hate her. <laughs> you love Amanda, bro. Because it's funny because in our old neighborhood. Her bro so Amanda, the nomad. I like the other Amanda, the real Amanda. The She's <laughs> amazing. Her. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I love her. Um, her bro so uh, Amanda, the nomads. Her brother's name was Chris. Yeah. But mm. in the neighborhood, Amanda, that we used to in the neighborhood, her husband's name was Chris too. Yeah. And I was like, oh wow! I felt like I was in oh, like that's a weird. right. It was. But she introduced when the nomad and I got to know each other when her chicken would run across our lawn. Oh, that was the best. It was the best. Uh, no, she had said it was a. She brought it on the show. She brought it into the fucking studio one oh, day. Oh, I, I know. It replaced oh, yeah. me, I think, one show. Yeah, yeah. It was a co-host, substitute co-host. We we were actually doing the show live she on was YouTube. True. It was a substitute co-host. <laughs> we, we were doing the show live on YouTube, and she actually literally walked out of her house and down into our basement. She's like with her chicken. She's like, hey, what's up? Oh man. <laughs> Oh, we should all move into that house. Oh, so right. I we didn't should, realize her fucking name was Amanda. And <laughs> it's like when I found out your first name. I was oh, like, yeah. what the fuck is that bullshit? And you know what? I realized when I was sitting with Tommy the other day, I don't remember anymore. And I don't want to know. Oh, You don't remember what it is? No, and I don't want to know. How <laughs> funny. Well, I blocked it, it, it out you know of my, my memory. Do you know my first name? Like Candace? No, I have a first name too. No, fuck off with this bullshit. I'm canceling my flights right now. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. You're joking. 
I you didn't know that? I'm joking. Okay, you know that it's like Candace Ray is what I went for on like my modeling because I didn't want to use my real, my but then maiden name. What so is I never happening used in my life right now? <laughs> what do you think it is? I don't. I don't give a shit. It's, oh, well, it's upsetting. <laughs> you actually have a different first name than what I know you as. Are you fucking with me? You're fucking with me. I'll have to show you my. Uh, oh my uh, god! Passports. passports. I know. I yes. want passports now on the screen right now. <laughs> Our entire friendship has been a lie. <laughs> hey, listen. You go by the Jaguar. Hey, my so, name's like, not the Jaguar what... either. You okay. know. <laughs> I guess we're all doing our own thing. Yeah, like who the fuck are any of (laughs) us actually? I have not been the person you guys know me as either for three years. So I guess who the fuck am I throwing stones? That that reminds me of a bit we did earlier this week on the uh, Wheeler in the Morning show where Tyler Carr told this really fucking terrible story about how he had this... (laughs) What? Like boring like a Jasmine story or terrible like uh, something bad happened? (laughs) Well, no, he went to the doctor and the doctor... uh, Oh, like terrible. Yeah, like the doctor... um, he, uh, was uh, uh, very homophobic and was uh-huh. saying that she was taking on uh, a patient as as far as having a um, you know like, like having a family doctor and she said no I'm not taking anyone from your community because you guys get sick too much. No, that's not real. It's that's an absolute disgusting. true story. Are you he told it on the air, and disgusting. the entire time he's going through this, and I, I wanted to finish it off with whoa, whoa, you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible that anybody would treat anybody like that. That's yeah. actually oh, a thing. Yeah, that's yeah, and so crazy. She, she's been reported to the College of Physicians because that's fair. That's, I think that's, that's hypocrisy. That that that's hypocrisy on the Hippocratic Oath. Yeah, mm. for the record. Which mm-hmm. wait, hold on. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's yeah. weird. I, that's not cool. I don't that's like disgusting. that. Yeah, yeah, I don't like that either. He, I hope that he finds a, a better doctor. And I know that he and I have been in touch in regards to just like. You know, I do a lot of like natural medicine and things that I've read about and everything like that. But I, I said to him like, go find a natural path. Go find a really good naturopath to work with because I found one in the city that I know a lot of my friends use. And like there is a, it, there is a time and a place for all of the, you know, Eastern and Western medicine. And I agree. Like, hey, if I'm having a heart attack, don't bring in the naturopath to give me some herbs, okay? But <laughs> Wave like, if some I've leaves got, over it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't bring the shaman over when I'm having, you know, like, uh, I don't know, like my appendix is about to burst. But in the same sense, there is a place, there's a time and a place. And if you're having like chronic issues or something like that, going to see a naturopath can really pull back because I'm a firm believer that if you walk into your doctor's office and your doctor doesn't ask you, how's your sleep? What do you eat? Um, what is your, uh, you know, your workload like? What's your stress like? If they're not asking you those six or seven basic questions about your actual life, they don't give a shit. They're just a pharmaceutical company pushing you shit. Well, and the part that I don't like is when they ask me how much I drink. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's the, Sorry. you're Was not going to ask me how my sleep is, how my like workload, like they don't ask me any of those things, but then like, how many drinks a week do you have? It's like, phew. Yeah. You could probably count higher than I can. You're a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> you figure it out. The, uh, the the only people that are allowed to ask that is the people that you're signing up for with life insurance. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's a whole And other. your bartender. Because your bartender <laughs> wants to make sure it's stocked properly for you. Right. right. <laughs> and that is how it should work. Oh, my God. I went, uh, I went ice fishing this last week. What? Yeah. No, don't get so excited. You had an opportunity to go ice fishing, and you were like, I, I am not standing it. on frozen I'm water. I'm still not interested, but I'm, like, shocked you went. Yeah, Is that I went a ice thing? fishing with, uh, me Jack? with Dana and Brent. From, uh, from Neutralon. The Capusta boys from yeah. uh, my business. Did you catch anything first of I all? I did. I caught the biggest fish of the day. Ah. And also, we only caught three fish. So, what'd you get? Did you get? Uh, no, I caught, you a walleye. Get? caught a walleye. Oh, you got a pickerel. Do you yeah. take it home and eat it? I could. Uh, I threw it back. I could have kept it, but it was kind of borderline. Like, eh, is this worth keeping? Probably if mm. I have four more. But like, and what I realized, I didn't have the necessary things to cook it right there when I was there. Otherwise, Are I would have kept I it. S- and I saw the size that. of the shack that he has. He basically has a, a, a recliners and forty-inch oh, TVs man. in that thing. It, there's no TVs yet, but the shack is great and it's super warm. It's got a wood stove, so you get that like wood smell, which is nice. Like it feels like you're at a bonfire. And I had a super good time. And next time I go, I'm going to bring a few things so I can cook because he has a wood stove in there, so I can cook. Mm. But we didn't have those things, so I threw the fish back. But so, Jagger, what did you, did you wear? Sorry, really quick, also, when I ca- also when I caught it, <laughs> I reeled it up and then I just gave it to Dana to take off the hook. <laughs> and I was oh, like, Oh no, pussy. I'm not. I don't want to touch that. <laughs> was it river fishing or lake fishing? 
uh, river fishing. Okay. And so I just like gave it to Dan. I'm like, you take it off. And he's holding it. And he's like, here. I'm like, ah, I'm good. Like, I don't yeah. need to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. I and don't then, want like, to touch that. And then like when I had my hook to put another minnow on it, I was like, yeah, you just get it ready for me. Like, I don't want to touch. No, I'm not doing that. So you want someone to put your hockey gear on for you so you can go play hockey? No, but hockey gear isn't slimy fish. So if I'm cooking the fish, I'll, I'll cut it up. I'll do the thing. But like, I don't want to. No. Gross. Okay, so what does what does Wet the hands, jaguar cold wear? Weather, like I'm out. When you go to this kind of a thing, because I feel like you and I would have the same <laughs> sense of style in this kind of a situation. So I showed up in what I normally wear, which would be like you know a sweater, a pea coat, shoes, boots, ah, whatever. Okay. Yeah, and then I changed into like I actually bought like winter clothing last year because like I have a daughter and they want to go outside and do stuff. So, like, you actually need winter clothing that's not, like... I've never known you to own anything yeah. wintery. Like I never have. It, it, since I stopped snowboarding, which was probably 25 years ago, like, I have never owned any winter clothing. So I went and bought some, and so it was funny. I bought this jacket. It's actually a nice jacket, and it's really warm. But, like, I hate wearing it because it's not, you know, it's not a peacoat. And so I bought it last year, and I was wearing it the day I went ice fishing and Autumn looks at me and she goes, is that a new jacket? I'm like, nope, had it for a year and a half. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a fancy bitch. I have Why snow you- pants that I've never worn. The tags are still on them, but I brought them with me just in case I needed them. Like, you gotta mm-hmm. just be prepared. You do. My winter boots, you- I don't have Sorrells. I bought a fancy pair of Uggs that, like, are winter Jesus. Uggs. So, like, that's Who okay. Who are you, Tom Brady? Well, I don't know. I just, what? No, I think he's like, right. Am I like, supposed you to do... go out on the ice and not be exactly. myself all of a sudden? That's ridiculous. Well, that's it. That's the thing, right? You're going to go into like a snowmobile suit with a one zip up and it's orange fluorescent in I'm the never, back. Because if that's never the case, in my life. I'd rather be I need dead. photos. I'd need photos. Kill me I like will... that woman who doesn't understand time changes. Oh, God. <laughs> You're in the future. <laughs> Why didn't you tell us? We can prepare for Also... It. If she told, let's run a scenario where she told somebody told her, and we actually lived in a world where you could prepare for that. What would you do differently? You had twelve hours. Mm. Let's say the time difference is twelve hours. Try Listen, and stop it because you're in the, the past. What the hell would you do in twelve hours to change the outcome of what she was? One hundred and eighty yeah, billion exactly. years the old. The day she turned ninety, I'd be like, okay, everyone, prepare yourself. She's going to fucking yeah, look, die soon. I feel like we knew for ten years that she was going to die. Oh yeah crotchety old bitch whoa yeah but look at how the establishment has completely shifted since she has been gone has it don't you feel like it has when you see all the harry megan you see well look okay so she leaves she leaves she leaves she She went she went back to her planet (laughs) she did she's she's out there Uh, with uh david bowie yes exactly yeah yeah she'll be back as a star seed somewhere so don't worry just another clone another reptilian figure you say star seed i did what the hell's that Great Our Lady Peace song is what it is. Yeah, it is. Mm. Is that a thing? I think that's an oxymoron. <laughs> but after she passed, so she gave it to her son. Obviously, he's, you know, rightful heir of it, Charles. And he's been, you know, trying to handle it the best way that he can. And he's, he's had a lot of F-ups. And then his son, Harry, who did leave, is now coming out and saying all this stuff about the... The crown, like that wouldn't have happened if she was there. And so that's what I mean. There's a bit of an unraveling happening within that institution. Hmm. I feel like that's been happening for a long time. You know, since uh, really? they had like with Princess Diana? Di killed. Yeah, well, they totally did. <laughs> Do you know that in his yeah. book, he says that he still, he, there's days that he still hopes or not hope, like he's, he thinks that maybe she staged it and one day she'll just knock on his door and say like, I've actually just been hiding this whole time. Yeah. You're oh. Okay. Okay, let's pretend she faked her death mm-hmm. and she's free and doing whatever she does. Why would you go back to your ex-husband that cheated on you to be like, ah, I got you, bitch. No, the like, son. The son. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the oh, long game joke. I thought you were talking about joke. Charles. Uh, that's the, the long king. game joke. Actually, I, mean, I was thinking about that. I love the long game. And so like, if do. she came back and was like, ah, fuck all you. I was like, oh, okay, I'm in. Uh, that's, Monarchy that's a all good the way. One. Count oh, yeah. me in. <laughs> there was actually a, uh, a line that when... Diana found out that Charles had Camilla uh, as kind of like a side piece. She's like, what the fuck is this? And he said, he looked at her and he says, do you really think that I am going to be the first royal in history to not have a mistress? 
Yeah. Like basically saying, really? like, no. Well, look at look at his brother. Yeah, you like you need to understand. Running the Epstein Island bullshit. I I am heir to the fucking throne. I will do whatever the fuck I want. If you want to be my wife, you're gonna have to deal with my side piece. Jeez. Who was at their wedding? Yeah, yeah. She was Which I there, think historically was... is like a common thing. Sure. When it comes to like rulers and monarchs and all that stuff, they kind of just do well, Mormons. Let's let's just throw Mormons <laughs> into the mix. Yeah, there. yeah, that's well, true. That's one thing that I have always found fascinating when people are like, no, nah, just because you're the king doesn't mean you can do that. Actually, that's exactly what it fucking means. <laughs> right? That's you don't like exactly it? Exactly what it means. It's no different. And and uh, I know this is a very contentious issue and very, uh, I know a lot of people are going to get angry, but the whole uh, Jamal Khashoggi killing when the crown prince had him assassinated and they cut him up into little bits. You know what he did? He was talking shit about the crown prince, which is against the law. That is Can't against the law. And so you can't do that. And so people are like, oh, my God, I can't believe you killed him. Like, I'm not surprised. Motherfucker, talk shit about the crown prince. You, it was the you law. You don't do that. Well, you and don't. when you break the law, you take a risk. We right. all do it. When we, when we speed, when you talk shit about the crown prince and they chop your body into bits. I don't know. It's, it's all the same. And guess what? When you're the crown prince or when you're the king or when you're the queen, you know the old saying, off with their head? Yeah. Where the fuck you think that came yeah, from? Yeah, I get what the both of you rules. are saying. Like, I do get what both of you are saying, but let's put that into context as being Canadians and having a ruler that I think this whole table does not agree with. Well, technically our ruler is the, is the monarchy. Right. Okay, but so our head our of... Government, our government. Our head of state. So then would we give the head of... Are we supposed to give the head of state this, as much power? No. No, okay. completely different. He is elected. Okay. He is an elected right, official. Right, right. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. Good point. Good point. Because I was about to go down a rabbit hole that I he don't should think technically was be, for. He should technically be working for us. Right. He is. Well, he's not. Well, so no, well, he, he's no not. He, is, he is working for us. Like, that. that's true, He's actually, not working for by, me. He don't well, work for me. And that's a whole other thing. But, like, technically, he works for us. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah, the, that, that's the right. idea yeah, is that right. he is the an employee. Is that he's, we're, he's, he's paid employee. by us. He's, he's paid by us. Employee. We pay his I'm, wage. Yeah. Exactly. Well, you know what? I am taking my wages back, <laughs> and I would like for you to take some mental stress leave and go away for a while. Well, and if enough of us would take our say we're taking our wages back, it actually would work. This is the thing about Canada, and I think we've had this, you know, we've ch- I'm sure many people have thought about this. You go to Europe, and they don't like what's happening. You go to down into Southern America, and they don't like what's happening with their government. You know what they do? They show up and they protest. They show up and say, uh-uh, not on our dime. I know, but we here, did, we we're did that. so it afraid. It wasn't yeah, and we tried. Yeah, look, a group of people tried. <laughs> it happened here, and they closed up their bank accounts. It happened down in the United States, and they threw them all in jail. Right. I went so to it, the it, legislative building and told them who I was, and they didn't care. I don't care. I'm the Jaguar. I'm here to fuck shit up. And they didn't <laughs> let me do what I do best. That didn't work. You no, know, they, Jaguar. I wasn't well received. I can't understand why. I, I think don't it's understand because why of either. Your, I think, Dave, you ruined it when you did that with fucking what's his name? Turnbull. Yeah, yeah. we got kicked out. <laughs> I, think, I think you ruined it for all of us. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, you know, Jaguar, when I, uh, being in Mexico, the Jaguar is a huge part of their culture. There's a huge. golf course right outside your city called the Jaguar. It's there true. Is, Designed there by is. Jack Nicholas, And yeah. I'm telling you, Dave. <laughs> We are going there. There's a Nicholas Academy there. Yeah, yeah I'm aware. I'm well aware. Yeah. yeah, okay. So you can see, like, even in their culture, some of the streets, the, you know, it, when it comes to going to the ruins, especially if you were to go to Chichen Itza, they talk about the Jaguar. Basically, the Jaguar takes the soul into the underworld. It's like, it's like, a, it's, it's like yeah, your, your guide. Look right? what I did to you guys. How's life going? <laughs> Probably not so good. <laughs> and then the serpent brings the, brings the soul back for reincarnation, et cetera, depending on where you're going and, and in the community. So it's interesting, the power of the jaguar and how, um, just like you were talking, you know, we're just, we should technically be bowing down to jaguar when he gets I know. It. And can mm. you imagine how much responsibility I feel for all that? It's crazy. <laughs> I'm like the it, savior it, it, of the Mexican people, and like <laughs> here I am up in Winnipeg, fucking it, 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 getting too drunk hagwar. and hanging out with Tommy. Like what a it's waste! Jaguar. There's no J in Hagwar. the Spanish language. Jaguar. <laughs> it's true. It's Jaguar, and it's very much there's a th- in Chichen Itza. There's a throne within Chichen Itza that's all made out of stone. Um, yeah, that's mine, jade. and I'd appreciate you not to touch J- it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there soon enough. Okay, good. Okay, let me know because I'd really like to go check it out on the inside of it. I was driving one place, one more Jaguar store. I was driving one place and I was going out to a, a beach a few hours away from where I am. And it's a pretty, pretty long drive through the jungle. To, like, And I'm talking tight roads in 
like you just like cut it through like I was really like wow this isn't what I was oh, wow and so many times every I don't know how how many the distance part away was but there was big signs to say Jaguar Crossing and I thought, man, I didn't, I didn't know Tim just lived out here and just jumped around the streets. I'm everywhere all the time. <laughs> yeah, we're used to Jaguar cross-dressing, not Jaguar crossings. <laughs> yeah. That happened. I, I have a funny story about that, actually. Oh, <laughs> <all right>. do <laughs> tell. One that I can tell. Uh, can we take a quick five? Yeah, Are sure. you guys good with that? You played that music in the middle of the night. It's music news you can use. For January 16th. 2023. Red Hot Chili Peppers have given three songs their live debut on tour this week. The band were performing at Kia Forum Inglewood over the weekend when they performed Tip of My Tongue, The Drummer, and Fake as F Live on tour for the first time. Here is a clip of The Drummer. The song is taken from the Chili Peppers 2022 album Return of the Dream Canteen. The songs were performed as part of a set that was made up of classics such as Californication and By the Way. Recently, it was announced that the band's video for the classic song Californication has reached over 1 billion views on YouTube. News frontman Matt Bellamy has revealed that Blink-182's Tom DeLonge invited him to go alien hunting. Speaking backstage at the iHeartRadio Alter Ego Festival, Muse were asked if they'd ever done a deep dive on Tom DeLonge and the alien situation, where Matt Bellamy said this. I've, I've hung out with him and I've really pushed him. Like, yeah, yeah, really? Yeah, I've tried, I've tried, I've tried that. Yeah, apparently there's a warehouse in Vegas holding some weird alien. He's going to take me to one day. Right. I'm holding him to it. Every time I see him, he's like, oh, I can't do it this week. That's like, <laughs> 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 come on, come on, take me there. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, he, he's, he's got some bold claims. Last year, Blink-182 reunited, released the new single, Edging, and is currently working on the best Blink-182 record they've ever made, according to Tom DeLonge. And finally, Green Day have shared a previously unheard cover of Elvis Costello's Allison. Here's what it sounds like. Allison, I know this world is killing you. Oh, Allison, my aim is true. The song was shared ahead of the release of their Nimrod anniversary box set, which arrives on January 27th. The cover of Allison was recorded during the sessions for that album. That's music news you can use for January 16th, 2023. I'm Dave Wheeler. Let's go all over to the lobby. Okay, you guys are back now. Thanks so much for coming back from your breaks. <laughs> so I didn't go to the lobby. I went, I went and had Since, a cigarette and made another oh, whiskey. Oh, <laughs> some nicotine. Since we've uh, already established that uh, we have a producer in studio, uh, Tommy. Uh, He's who, the new addition. Who was the uh, the VIP pod, the VI pod. Um, Tommy's been the, the best supporter of us as human beings individually, but also of our of our company. And Except what that we do. shitty fucking show he did for a while. But let's just move <laughs> past that. He's he's moving on up. He's doing something better now. Well, I got a question for Tommy, and the reason I ask it is because I obviously grew up in Canada, and my parents put me in French immersion. And I remember there was times where I was really uh, there was times where I found myself thinking in French, like I knew the language so well that when I thought about things, I. Or I, I would have a dream solely in French. And Tommy, who is a native of Slovakia, uh, I'm curious. By the way, when, when you grew up there. Why do you say it, it, it like that? Slovakia. Yeah. Slovakia. That's where you're from. Isn't that where you're from? How do you want us to say it? Well, when, when you were born there, it was still Czechoslovakia, wasn't it? Yeah, actually, yes. He doesn't identify as Slovakian. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but I'm curious. How about, do you say it? How do you say it? Slovakia. 
Slovakia. Slovakia. That's how we yeah, say yeah, it. Slow it down. <laughs> Slovakia. Slovakia. So I'm curious to know, you've been in, in Canada for 20 years. I'm assuming you still retained the majority of your Slovakian, but do you dream and think in English? And if so, <laughs> when did that come about? Um, so right now I've been living in Canada longer than in Slovakia. And um, I, my dreams are mainly in English. It's my everyday language, right? So I, even at home, my wife speaks Slovak, and uh, so we speak in English still. Like, uh, it's really hard for our little guy to teach him Slovak language just because we're lazy and not doing it. But, yeah, most of my, most of my uh, dreams are in English, actually. And it's really hard for me to speak language when it comes to more technical terms. Um, everyday language is fine, but I'm still searching for words. But you're like your kids both speak Slovakian. Uh, my daughter does. She can get around. My son, uh, he just does he understand like, it. Like no, does he... no, no. Oh, okay. Many times he talks to my parents. Like, what did she say? He's also the <laughs> funniest kid I've ever fucking met. So like <laughs> that dude um, yeah, could no, speak it's, it's, gibberish, and I love him. We, we should be doing more Slovak at home, but it's just natural for us to speak in English. Yeah. So and, and again, because I'm I'm trying to learn Mexican and have been over the it's called uh, Spanish, but okay. <laughs> Well, no, te- no, te- no. technically, technically, I, I agree with Dave. I agree with yeah, Dave. Yeah, te- it is a different dialect. It yeah, there's Yucatan. Yeah, there's yes, a, yes, Yucateca. Uh, so when I that's say that's like saying we speak Canadian. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I listen, learn you go fucking Mexican. Can't yeah. understand what you're saying. Oh, that's, that's the thing about Mexico. They got lots of Mexicans like, down there. I've lived in the Yucatan. I've lived in different parts of Mexico, and they yes, they have different dialects, but like it's Spanish. Let's let's be. I, I miss uh, Candace's English, like English, English. Yeah, can, can, we get right? a, can, can we get a governor? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Candace is saving is... that for her and I podcast. Her yeah, side yeah, podcast. Yeah, it's just a breakdown of the English language. Yeah. Like, for example, the word W, the letter W starts with a D. Yeah, it's English language arts with Candace Ray Wheeler and the Jaguar. <laughs> <laughs> I lead a whole team, and sometimes I say things, and I look. They see me on a Zoom call, and I can see them be like, That's "You can not tell." The right so word. If, oh, you're future, right, if you're in the future, if you're in the future, I want you to cut those evergreenness. Yeah. Anyway, go on, Dave. So, Tommy, did, did you learn English just by submersion of move, moving to Canada, or did you have a in, 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 like any English at all before you moved here? Yeah. So I I, I started uh, learning English in grade three. Oh and, wow. Um, uh, so in the, in the Slovak uh, education system, at the time when I was uh, so th- this was um, right after Slovakia split in '93, and also right after the uh, communism broke up in '89, Russian was Russian language was still a big part of our uh, culture, and so in grade three, so I was born in '85, so uh, whatever, do the math. Um, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, I still had the option to choose English, German, or Russian to learn. Mm. So huh. I chose English, and then uh, eventually Russian got, uh, you know, weaved Tossed. out. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, so it was just German, and because a lot of people, like Germany still had a big influence on Europe, and I think still does. And then English, again, that's, that's the language that's taken over the world. The right? common tongue. Yeah. And so I chose English. So I learned a lot of uh, a lot of it in school from grade three and up. And also, uh, as a kid, I watched Cartoon Network all the time, which was only in English. So like I actually watched movies in English too. And well, and that's one thing that I find um, when I encounter uh, Spanish speakers where English is their second language. I go, "Oh, where did you learn English?" And they go, I "Watched American television." Yep. Yeah, that's a normal yeah. thing. When I was in Finland, they watch they'll like a lot of what they'll learn. They'll watch a show with like, uh, what transcribed or not subtitles. subtitles, but not subtitles, but like the other. Oh, thing. dub over overdub, uh, like an overdub of of the Finnish language, but they'll put English subtitles on it, and so they learn oh. a ton by watching like the subtitles of what people are actually saying and like. I guess if you're hearing it in Finnish or whatever language, Mexican, uh, <laughs> and then reading it in the language you're trying to understand, like you can probably your brain probably starts to automatically make those transitions. Yeah, well, that's one thing we do with the kids is we make sure that they watch um, at least an hour of Spanish yeah. television a day. Mm. Yeah, and they've had Spanish teachers uh, while I'm in Mexico for sure. But yeah, it's interesting because I've. 
I don't know if you've ever seen that Sofia Vergara. She talks about how I think she Sofia was. I think she, she. But she was amazing. actually on a, She's yeah. amazing. I love her so yeah, much. She is. But she unreal. talks about how she's on a TV show and she's like, English is my second language. You know that thing that goes. And she's like, because my her brain thinks Spanish, right? Like is she not speaking in like? And while I've been in Mexico, there's moments where I'm trying to talk in, you know, Spanish. But my English brain is kicking in, and it's like, uh, like you, do you do that at all, Tommy? Anymore or no? It's just like it's just no. easy. Well, no, you had, no. you really, uh... you have a bit of a tenuous grasp on all language as a whole. Oh, really? Candace, like a that's oh. not a compliment. <laughs> Thank you so much. I I can really and be one with I'm old saying, people. So. <laughs> mm. But I love it, and it's it's charming, and it's uh, thanks. Nobody would be impatient. Like I'm, listen, I'm about to head to Mexico with my family for three weeks to a place that likely doesn't speak a lot of English. Like mm-hmm. that's going to be an interesting lesson for me. Like I, I've been to a lot of European countries. I've been around the world, but I've actually never been to a culture that doesn't speak English. Well, that's one of the things about where Candace is, is it's not a resort town. It's. English is at a premium because they don't deal with, you know, people coming in for a week and staying on a resort. It's been a hard. Yeah. So, yeah, it was but it, it's in, the, the the patience that they show mm-hmm. for English speakers is incredible. Well, they're Absolutely the kindest incredible. people. Mexican people are unbelievably kind. The whole country's got a bad rap. Oh, it's yeah. crazy yeah. because they are some of the most like family oriented, friendly welcoming community based like just generous kind people like they're generous, unbelievable very. well it's interesting a couple of weeks ago when that whole cartel shit went down in mexico city i was having people ask me uh in winnipeg and sending me text messages saying hey like is candace is candace and the kids okay and i'm like it's a 16 fucking hour drive it's like asking <laughs> you know like you live in moncton's like hey i heard there was a shooting in toronto is everyone all right <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, oh for sure well and we don't like we just like people who don't look or check like don't realize the geography of mexico mexico is massive 32 states and like it's massive and like when i tell people about the city we're going to and i'm like oh it's like a million people so it's bigger than winnipeg Mm -hmm. and they're like oh and i'm like also that's not uncommon anywhere you go in mexico like the population of mexico is massive Mexico there are more City people that live in Mexico City in the entire yeah. world. Yeah. Mexico City is the most populous is it city the? in all of North America. Are you yeah. flying yeah, through America, Mexico yeah. City? Are you going into Mexico no, City at all? No. no. Okay, not even on your return? No, we leave. Oh, okay. We we go from Winnipeg to Toronto and then Toronto directly where we're going. Why well, don't Dave's flown through Mexico City yeah. and it is I go considered there so the, bad. the biggest one and I've Massive. heard I've had people visit me so they've all given me their experience about it but it is so big from my understanding I actually haven't been there but it's, it's so big but it's very I had a friend who was sitting at a gate like gate 24 is going to Winnipeg right like they're looking at the gate and they're standing there and they're like okay, I don't speak the language I'm just gonna stand here and watch 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 and they're noticing like there's not like this like gate 24 or you know vet, nothing right like nothing even in the language or anything so she goes up to the person and she's like hey when does this flight leave to Winnipeg and like oh it left 20 minutes ago oh fuck <laughs> what do you mean she's like oh yeah you just gotta board it you so, fucking- like, the whole mentality yeah. is different, right? When the it's door not opens, like, get on the plane. Yeah, it's not like, you know, in Canada, like, you got 25 minutes. Yeah. It's like, they be give here us or four, don't. They give us 14 chances to miss the flight. And, like, <laughs> yeah. frankly, I've made a whole life out of the 13th chance. Like, <laughs> I have built my entire traveling life off of that, which, like, now I'm about to go into traveling with my family. Do we have a few minutes still? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, 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 this, yeah, well, this and, and, could be interesting. It, And listen, I I, I just want to preface it by saying I'm going to be in Mexico just before you get here. And there are some great little hole-in-the-wall fucking dive bar cantinas that I am so excited to take. All all of us together have three weeks, and then you all go. Then Dave and and Jaguar leave. stabbed and shot and eat the (laughs) best tacos in the world. And pissed on by a hooker. (laughs) Just all of those things. So I was talking to Rachel about... Like travel, like you, I think our listeners and like you guys, you know how much I've traveled over the years, Mm -hmm. like before I haven't been anywhere in three years. I haven't left Winnipeg in three years. That's called COVID. It's called a nightmare. So Mm -hmm. I used to travel. I was on a plane probably every, I don't know, four weeks, five weeks. 
I was going somewhere, mm. doing something. When you, were, when you were selling, yeah. Yeah. And so, and like traveling and going for fun and going yeah, for work and then exactly. tagging fun onto that. Like it, it was such a beautiful thing I had going for me and then it all ended. But so I have this way I travel. But now I haven't traveled since I added these people and things <gasps> oh. to my family. Mm-hmm. So like I got a wife, mm-hmm. I got a daughter, I got a dog we're taking yep. with us this yeah, time. Yeah, you're bringing your dog. And so... I was talking with Rachel about this and I'm just like, I got my method. I got my, like, don't talk to me when we're in the security line. Yeah, tell me your I method. Get, yeah. I fly through, like, I'm only taking carry on. Fuck that. Like, I got a method and it works really, really well. Not anymore. What I was reminded of is that I can't do the things I've always done. Nope. So I was Kill. like, oh, well, our flights leave, our first flight's leaving at 5 a.m. So I was like, I'm probably just not going to sleep. It makes the most sense. And I followed that by saying, I'll just sleep on the plane the whole way there. And I was Not met and I was met with what? <laughs> and I was like, what do you what? What's the problem? And she's like, you can't we got a dog and a daughter. You can't just sleep the entire flight. And I'm like, well, we're already on the plane. Like what what does it matter? We're like we're we're going. We did the thing. Like we got there. And I, <laughs> I immediately got so scared. Like it's called marriage. So you go I'm from Winnipeg, yeah, Tommy. Like I, you go from Winnipeg to Toronto. Yeah. Okay. And I'm just like, what are all these things that are getting in the way of the normal way I travel, which has been without hiccups for I don't know ever. Like now I've got all these other things. She's like, well, we got the dog and and Autumn, and what are we gonna? You're just gonna sleep the whole flight. So I made a joke, which was like actually a pretty well timed joke, and like. <laughs> It was funny to me. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So I'm like, well, so when she's saying this to me, I immediately chime in and I'm like, well, I'm not even sitting with you guys. And she's like, what are you talking about? Oh, Oh, no. No, no. No, it's funny. Hang in there. Hang in there. So I'm like, I'm not even sitting with you guys. I couldn't book three seats in a row. So like, I'm up at the front of the plane and you guys are in the back. So like, I don't know how I can help you. You're such an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) And she just, she stops and she's like, what do you mean? And I'm like. I couldn't book three seats together. So like I'm way up at the front and you guys are way in the, like you guys are in the middle of the plane. And like, I don't know how I'm going to help you guys do this. So like, that's why I thought I could sleep the whole flight. And she's like, you couldn't get three seats together. And I like, you I, son I, of a bitch. I played it out for a little while. Oh, you love the long <laughs> game of a joke. <laughs> and so I was like, yeah, I don't know. I just like, I ended up right at the front of the plane. I don't know what happened. That's just where it ended up. And she's like, Oh, that's going to be tough. And I could tell she was starting to like, the gears were turning about like, okay, I'm going to have to deal with the dog and Autumn and me. And like, Tim's going to be up at the front. That's too bad. But like, maybe like she's accepting reality and I'm just like lying through my teeth. (laughs) And so I stopped her and I was like, lying can be a very effective tool in marriage. I'm like, I'm just fucking kidding. I'm in the (laughs) row with you guys. I don't act. I'm not actually sitting way up front. And she's like, Oh, you fucking asshole. <laughs> it was so <laughs> funny. Oh, you had me hook, line, and sinker. Right? <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was pretty Yeah, fun. it's definitely going to be actually, different. actually, now I'm kind of thinking about it. I'm like, maybe I should sit up at the front. An accidental bump up? Yeah, oops. I'm oops. Listen. Oops, I got first class. <laughs> with, with your hair and your nails and the way you carry yourself, you could pull the old, hey, listen, uh, is there any room left in first class? I just don't want to deal with autographs. Oh, I can plane. do anything I want. <laughs> I'm well That's capable. That's right, you can. You know, I have to but tell I you, Jacob. Like the, the three weeks I'm in Mexico will be a problem if I do that one thing for the four hours. So, like, maybe I'll just give. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. Temper, fine. temper, temper. Yeah, you just, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I understand that so much. I traveled so much by myself. It was two bags, you know, or you know, I, it becomes I get a you. routine. It's just like it's a just a routine. It's easy. I'll sit here. Yeah. I know what I'm doing. And I remember when all of us traveled together with the cats. That sounds awful. And I'm sorry. it was I'm so sorry. Actually, let me just take it back. I remember the first time we traveled as a family when we had Odin as a baby and Angus. Dave, there was three seats. Three seats. Dave was in the row beside me. Odin threw up all over oh, my chest. Well, yeah. And Dave's well. sleeping. And, and, she, and, she, and she looks over me. She's hitting me. She's like, the kid puked all over me. I'm like, fuck you want me to do about it? Like, I'm all the way like, over I can't, here. I don't know how to I, help you. I, I, I can't put it back in his fucking mouth. I was like, I used to sleep in first class. <laughs> No, it's a weird. It's it's a weird adjustment because, like, I've flown, and I would say to everybody listening, uh, unless you can continue to fly first class, 
don't do it. <laughs> yeah, Just yeah, don't yeah, ever true. do it. Yeah, if they offer to upgrade you, say no. Because, like, you can't go back. I watched a TED Talk of a guy say you actually should fly first class one of the first times you fly because it gives you the reason why you need to go back. I think that guy's a dirty liar, and he can <laughs> afford to fly first class all the time. I mean, he was doing a TED doing Talk. fucking so, TED yeah. Talks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, don't, fly first class, bitches, don't worry about it. If you can't afford to continue to do it, don't do it once because it's a problem. It becomes well, a big problem. Like flying it's hard co- to go back. And this sounds like a dick thing, but like I've flown in first class like a bunch. And I've also flown and coach a bunch. And, like, I'm actually, I sleep on planes, so I don't actually care that much. It's also that much better. But, like, it is. But once you get a taste of it, mm-hmm. it's real hard to go back. I'm well, flying listen, coach fuck, with my family. And, like, fuck that, but that sounds before, like a fucking nightmare to me compared to, like, you might be able to get bumped. Getting hot towels and free <laughs> fucking lounge champagne, service and champagne, silverware. like, up in the front of the plane. Fork. And I'm going to be living with a sedated dog and a daughter who wants to talk my ears off. Like, fuck. There is a step up from that. And I actually got this experience before I flew first class for the first time. Actually, the first time I ever flew first class was to go see uh, the band that's uh, on the wall right behind you there, uh, Jaguar. Oh, the Food uh, Fighters. But I, um, I was in college. I was in my second year college. My mother had to go in for cancer surgery. My dad put his back out and was incapacitated, and my brother separated his shoulder uh, snowboard, wow. snowboarding in Calgary. Sounds awesome. So, so I had to fly back. And keep in mind, my old man used to work for Syncrude, Syncrude Canada, which is like one of the biggest oil companies yeah. in the world. And so because it was such a dire situation, I had to go back and play nurse. I was able to jump on the private jet oh, for Syncrude. That, well, that's a whole... Wow. So, so like, nope. there's there's no security. There's no checking your there's fucking nothing. bags. You yeah. show up. The vehicle pulls up oh right beside the plane. God. You go from the vehicle. You hop on this private jet. Eight-seater. Eight-seat fucking plane. And it's, it's so funny. It was in that moment, that literally that moment, at 19 years old, that I realized, oh, this is how they move drugs. Yeah, you can't, like, that's an <laughs> awful experience. Like, you can't... It's the best experience ever, but then everything after that is the worst. And like, it was unbelievable. I've never been on a private jet. I've seen them, but I've never like been on one flying. And like, I mean, that's goals. I guess you you yeah. shoot to it. To well, we're gonna do a whole like, season five. We're gonna do private oh jets or, as a sponsor. That just, just sounds putting it out there. <laughs> unreal. But like, even right? first class. Like for those of you who haven't flown first class, it is that much better. It is pretty good. Like pretty those good. poor fucking idiots in the back. Like fuck you. And like <laughs> I've flown in the back. It's fine, but like, ugh, gross. Have you ever flown in a pod? No, I've never done to. the pod because I've never I gone long. To. I've never gone far enough. But mm. that my a friend of mine does quite frequently because she does like a huge event promotions and stuff. Oh, so okay. she flies to like She's the UAE single? and stuff. She need stuff. a new uh, side piece. Oh man, probably. Yeah. Okay. And Can I tell you? She goes to like, she did like a bunch of the after or outside of race events for like F1 races in the Middle East and stuff. Like she's part of even more interested than I was before. So they just like fly her around the world in the, she takes pods. She has all these whole things. Like she's great. And she's also the like nicest person ever. Is she single? Oh, you did say yes. How do you go back from that? Like, how do you, how do you do that? And then like fly in WestJet next to a fat lady who's being a bitch. Like, how do you do that? You can't do that. There's no way to make that adjustment. The, that is shut not up, Tommy. in the human character <laughs> to do that. You know what? You know when, Here's what I associate it with. You know when you fly Sunwing flights? Like everyone's <laughs> yeah. going to their, yeah, yeah, their big vacation. They've been, can. They've been so working excited. towards all year and like this yeah. is what we've worked here's for. And five like, grand. You know what? Good for you and like yeah. I'm happy you get to do this and you're going to your all-inclusive and like gross. But, and then like when the plane lands, everybody claps because they're like, oh yeah, we're here. And it's like, what is this Transcona on one flight? Like those people have never flown in first class. Like all of those people have never flown in first class. They left Winnipeg wearing shorts, gross, have some manners. And like they fly, those are the people who fly in sweatpants, in pajama pants. Like they're just the scum of the earth. And thank God you get two weeks of vacation time. And somebody well, allowed you to go to some shitty resort in Jamaica and go fuck yourself. But like Jaguar, I, I know I'm with you because there is a it, different life to be had. 
If you go to the brand new, and I highly implore anyone in the Winnipeg area, go check out the new aviation museum that opened up right next to the airport. Remember, we used to take the kids to mm-hmm. the uh, Candace. Uh, we used to take the kids to the one off just off of uh, Silver mm-hmm. uh, on Ness. Yeah, I haven't and been yet. Your show did good. something there. You guys did a thing yeah, there. The the old actually, I, I met the uh, the new mayor when he was running there. I not met him, but I, I haven't met him, him yet. Oh, he's a wonderful man. Do you know wonderful. him? Do you I, have a thing with him? Yeah. I, when he was running for council, I was pounding posts for him uh, and, <laughs> and knocking door to door when he was running in St. James. Well, he's got to line me. I'm getting close to running for mayor. So, like, I, oh, I can't wait. I should get in get in the game with that guy. Well, how, when you say close, like four years? You're well, out, he's or? done. He's He's got four years. He's got yeah. four years. So, like, yeah. maybe so I'm in next. four? Maybe yeah. I'm next. Well, so, if you go to the old aviation museum, they have some planes in there that are from like the 70s. And even walking onto those planes, even though it's old, it's moldy, it, you know, it, it smells musty, you just kind of go, this feels higher class than the fucking Greyhound bus that I jump on, sure. when, a.k.a. flying on WestJet or Air Canada. <laughs> like, it's, it's back then, yeah. you dressed, like, I know, Jaguar, I know you still dress up. Always. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Every yeah. time. Yeah. And yeah, I appreciate too. that. My family had God, an argument about this yesterday. But there's my but there's daughter just wanted so many... to wear a certain thing for our flights, and I was like, "Oh no, that's not happening." No, yeah, no, because no. you can get bumped. You never know, well, and also it's a respect up. thing. The staff yeah. are dressed up. So what yeah. are you doing? Yeah, flying is ex- exciting. Does it the aviation taken... museum have a sunwing plane filled with lost flip flops and shitty Oakley sunglasses? <laughs> <laughs> Well, this one was quarantined from the Kenora virus, and like we couldn't actually make it to Playa del Carmen. Like, shut up, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can I can I just add something? Like, so when when hearing Jack talk about his flying experience, it reminded me of one thing. And you guys might know Jack. I don't know if you watched any cartoons yet. But uh, Madagascar 2, I believe... I haven't seen it. ...was the one where they were taken off from uh, Madagascar to Africa on a plane. And so they're flying, and King Julian is he's like a basic bitch just like yourself okay i like that and That's uh, good. he's in. sitting in first class and then yeah. the, the main characters are in the back and then the giraffe just pops the head through and saying hey uh are, what's going on are we gonna get some drinks or something like that and then king Jun's like uh excuse me uh what are you doing here this is the first <laughs> class uh it's nothing personal we're just better than you <laughs> yeah, yeah it's true and that is teaching our children that that is true oh my god yeah <laughs> Earn your way to first class. Nothing is better. So quick story before we wrap here, and I want to do a quick little uh, personal message to anyone listening before we wrap up. But So I get a um, phone call from uh, Sony BMG uh, saying, hey, Foo Fighters are playing an intimate show at Lee's Palace in Toronto. Right? Holy Tiny, shit. like like 200-person capacity. Great venue. Yeah, I've been there a few times. And they're going to do a acoustic set at the radio station. That's your sister station that you're currently working for. We can't pay for your flights but we know you're a huge fan we'll put you up in a hotel we'll give you tickets to the show and everything are you interested and i'm like fuck yes like without even checking flights i'm like i'm in yes yeah Yeah. book it let's do it and so as soon as i hang up with them i start looking at flights and it was two days like they called me on a wednesday i had to fly out friday air canada was sold out it's WestJet. every single air carrier was sold out flights from winnipeg to toronto on a friday except first class Mm. except first class yep so I, ju- so I jump on Air Canada, I fly first class, and I'm like, I'm going to drink my money back. But, I'm, <laughs> but I, I get priority boarding, and, and I'm, I'm sitting in my seat. They hand me one of those hot towels. I had no idea what the fuck to do with it. Oh, like, no, no that's cute. Hot towel? I'm like, yes, yes, hot towel. Of course, hot towel. First class, of course. What the fuck do I do with this? What Dude, did it's you do a hot towel. Did you wipe your balls? Well, I, no, no. I, I looked over at the person that got handed like in the aisle across in the seat in front of me, and, and they were patting down their face. I'm like, do what really? others do. They hand you That's a hot yeah, just yeah. fucking do towel do. to dab your face. All right, you yeah, wipe your it's hands. It's amazing. You wipe your face. It's refreshing. It's, it's just so it's, nice. Yeah, it's nice. But the best part, aside from the free booze, and I mean, keep in mind, it was a two-hour flight. So I mean, it was truly a waste of money for what I spent. But no, the I disagree. Best no, I agree. Part. I'm with Jags. The best. Part. And keep in mind, I'm only I, I'm 25 years old. I'd only been working in Winnipeg for like two years at this point, and I was it was the Wheeler and Hal show, and our big competitor was was uh, Tom and Joe over on on 92 City FM. I was working for Power, and they were working for City. Who fucking walks past me is Tom McGorn, host of the fucking legendary Tom and Joe Morning Show. Going to fly coach? Yes. What a loser. <laughs> what a fucking loser. Did you say hi? Yeah, and I like I said, hey Tom, and he looks at me. He goes, hi. Oh. 
uh, hey, Wheels. Yeah, you fuck gave me you, that, Tom. Like, what the fuck is going on here? Suck a thousand dicks in coach, you loser. <laughs> Good luck finding a spot for your co- overhead bag, you Honestly, idiot. Honestly, it was, I don't know why, but for a split second, I thought, yeah, yeah. fuck you. I'm There's better a class than you. Level there. That's the whole thing with first class. Is like you realize it's a clear defining moment of when you realize you're better than other people. Have you been on a flight where it's you you have three classes? Yeah. Oh yeah, because then you get. I've been on that flight and I've been on the middle class and I'm. Oh, like, the middle ones. That's actually the baby. worst. No, it was great. Really? It was awesome. It was a dreamliner. It was awesome. And then I look kind of to the right and I'm like, oh. Are, are those pods up there? Yeah, right. Yeah, those are pods. That's the like, problem. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> no, the middle yes. class is the achievable hope for the idiots mm, in coach. I achieved, and I hoped, and I was there. Well, and By the good way, for you for doing I, it and, and you know enjoying why? every minute of it. Jags, you know why? I was dressed the part. We were bumped it because we were dressed properly. Yes. They were All like, you know what? We have some free seats. If I can tell everybody anything who's listening to this, when you fly, your crew of that flight are flying in f- well-fitted professional outfits. You should match that outfit. Don't fly yeah, in sweatpants. Don't fly in jeans. If like, dress up for a flight. Can this it be your makes, campaign it actually, slogan? It actually makes a difference. I have been ushered through security way faster than I should be because I don't show up for flights on time. Yeah, who and needs because I know that if I'm a wearing on. a suit, mm-hmm. nobody's going to cut me off. Like the immediate benefits to your life by just dressing up for a flight, just putting in a little bit of effort, are will pay off tenfold always. Uh, one more quick story about the first class flight. Guess who was sitting in the aisle across from me, one seat back? Jeff fucking Goldblum. <laughs> oh wow! And serious a perf- Jeff Goldblum. Really? Dead serious. Why is he in Winnipeg? He's the weirdest be, fucking his, his, dude. His in laws. He, he might be the weirdest girl. guy on the planet. He, oh, absolutely is. But he married well, Winnipeg girls, so he was in the movie Have you ever seen that movie? Yeah. No, he was in The Fly. No, no, but he's also in the movie Earth Girls Are Easy. Oh, yeah. That, that's uh, and you were Jurassic an extra in that Park one. And every I other an movie extra in that, that he's movie. in, you love. Yeah. And Thor Ragnarok. Uh, by the way, Ooh, so weird. Oh, man. I'll save that for next week. I'm doing a whole okay. Marvel thing, but I'll save it for next week. Just, uh, just a, a more indication of you know, people in first class are better than you. I'll give you a perfect example. People were walking by and they'd see him, and I could hear them going, Oh my God, Jeff Goldblum, I'm a big fan. He's like, thank you very much. Thank- oh, th- thank you very much. Thank you very much. And so at one point, I, I, I lean back and I, 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 the plane is in the air. And I was like, I got to fucking say hi to Jeff Goldblum. Like, I'm in the aisle. He's in the aisle. Like, one seat back away from me. Oh, you I lean back. loser. You shouldn't have done I, it. And I just, said, I just said, I said, hey, Jeff. I said, honestly, really pleasure. I really appreciate your work. And he goes, oh, which one's your favorite? And I was like, uh, honestly... I, I'm too young for the fly. I said, but I loved your work in Jurassic Park. He's like, you know what's so funny? He goes, I barely remember anything about the fly. I have more vivid and had a conversation with me because I was in first class. That's right. He would if you were in coach. Mm-hmm. There's no way that motherfucker's exactly. talking. Exactly. And he shouldn't because you're scum. <laughs> you were just scum disguised as not scum, and you got a you had the opportunity to have a conversation with a genius. <laughs> Well, Jack Harlow sings the song First Class, so uh, I think we'll uh, put a little bit of that. I had one of our VIPs message me on Instagram and say that when, since we're back, scumbags can rise again. They are back. And I think rise! when you say that and you think scumbags, I think now we should charter a Sunwings jet for our, our scumbags. Sounds great. I'll, me- I'll meet you guys there. there. Excuse <laughs> me. Excuse me. A scumba- I'm not flying on a plane. Tommy. Scumbags never left. <laughs> scumbags never left. Oh, well, yeah, right, right. I wish we you left. did. Right, I've been trying left. super hard for you guys to stop and knock it off. <laughs> okay. Uh, listen, uh, this show is brought to you by uh, Sunwing, uh, Sunwing Airlines. I'd like to uh, thank them for sponsoring. Uh, tr- truthfully, honestly, listen, when we, uh, before we wrap here. You uh, said that? Three times. How's your mascal? Okay, he's uh, wrapping before, it up now. We're wrapping up. Oh, before right, right. we wrap here, I would like to say that when we decided to come back and do season four, we, you know, we talked all angles. Like, do we get sponsorship and whatnot? We thought, nah, let's just start doing the show and see see what happens. And yeah. we just wanted to get behind microphones, and I'm glad we did. I mean, I I, I enjoy this more than you would know. So I, I would like boner. to say though, instead of actively pursuing advertising, if there's anyone out there that wants to jump on board as a sponsor. For this podcast, we'd be more than happy to flog you. As you can tell, we speak very highly about you know businesses on this show. Uh, <laughs> but, but if you pay us, we will suck your dick. I might say nice things. Probably not. 
safetynetstudio at gmail.com. Oh, that email's not around. Safetynetstudio at gmail.com. Oh, is, is it? I haven't checked it in years. So I don't know. I will safety find out net later. Studio. <laughs> safetynetstudio, all one word, safetynetstudio at gmail.com. Or find Dave's ghost accounts on social media. You yeah. Can message yeah, him good there. Luck. yeah, good luck. Good luck trying if, to find you know what, If you want to sponsor us, fuck yourself. Do the work. Find us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you want to fucking pay us? Yeah, good luck. Yeah, you want to give me money? You better find out how to do it, because I'm not helping you. <laughs> Dr. D. Chiropractory. Fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> eat shit. Suck my dick. Good luck finding us. <laughs> E-transfer to who the fuck knows who at gmail.com. Good luck. Okay, that's it. Episode two in the books. Fuck yourselves, everybody. We love you. Good night, losers. When you said Chichen Itza, yeah. uh, actually in Slovak language, it's right around the corner. When you say Tsitsamitsa, that means Tsitsamitsa. That means pussycat. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, uh, wait. So it's Chitsanitsa or Chipa. Say it again. Tsitsamitsa. Tsitsamitsa. Yeah. Tsitsamitsa is pussycat. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's actually and, so and funny. It's, and it's like it's more like. Like uh, like almost like the Tom Jones uh, song, like yeah, hey, yeah, hey, like pussycat, really? whatever, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that 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 would be the the perfect translation for it, yeah. Like it's like wow. it's, it's almost meant for a woman, you know, like hey, pussycat, you know, hey, hey chitza mitza, chitza mitza in Slovak, chitza mitza, chitza mitza. Yeah, you can use this as bonus material, by the way. It means pussycat in Slovak. So if you see a pretty girl, you're like, hey, chipsa mitsa, hey, pussy girl.